0: Get ready for adventures on the high seas of Galarian. This is the Called Shot Podcast.
1: (laughs) Hello, Called Shot crew. Welcome back to another week of adventures. I'm Wes, the GM for this motley crew. And let's just get right into it this week. Episode 16, it's more of a guideline. We have... So much to do tonight. You guys have a new boat. You've got a new crew. In fact, you've even found a destination to take both of them. And once he finds out what happened to his boat, you've got a brand new dangerous enemy. In Barnaby's (laughs) hair. Thank you, Sirenscape! Hey, if you're not pissing people off, you're not doing your job as a pirate. Uh, We'll 100% agree to that. So, we've got a lot to go over. We've got a lot of paperwork to make sure, you know, everything is in its place, and every I is dotted, and every T is crossed, or every I is Anyway. So, we ended episode 16 with Ambrose pointing at the map and telling you where Rickety Hake's is located, so you've got your destination, but first we're gonna take a trip back into time. The room is dark. It's cold. Faint moon glow through the window allows you to see a small child with long black hair. Despite the chilly air, the child writhes and glistens with sweat. It soaks his pillow and his blanket. Small moans escape from his twisted mouth. The scene fades, and we find ourselves in a large palace. Marble walls stretch up and out of sight. You can hear heels clicking down a hallway as someone hurries. The air is full of burning incense, singeing your nostrils. The camera pans out, and you see a teenaged Sebastian standing alone in that hallway, naked from the waist up, his skin unmarred by any tattoos. His billowy red pants fluttering despite there being no breeze. He can hear mumbling coming from down the hallway. He walks forward. As he walks down the hallway, shadowy figures pass by, nothing more than a flutter of imagination. He doesn't hesitate he can feel his destiny waiting. As he reaches the end, the hallway opens into a brilliance of light. No more incense, no more breeze, and the light is so bright you can't even see the floor. But casting a long shadow as a book on a pedestal, he makes his way forward. The book is closed. The title is written in a language he can't yet understand, but he knows, he reaches out, opening the book to page one. The words swirl out and around him, lifting him from the floor. A full breeze stretches his hair out to full extension, his arms out to the side, his neck arched. The words begin burning his skin. The smell of burning flesh fills the air. He screams. Cut back to the dark room from before. The small child Sebastian screams once, and then falls back into a deep sleep. You can just barely see the beginning of a small tattoo on his neck, but it moves down to hide itself beneath his collar, and then we're back on the ship. Really, that's it. No applause. Come on, guys. I'm am wa- acting my ass off over here.
2: Oh, I wasn't cause... sure if you needed me to scream or not, and I wasn't sure how I was going to manage that. <laughs> <laughs>
3: i spent to throw a notebook. Scream. Scream.
1: Yeah.
0: I was hoping for like the Wilhelm scream. <laughs> yeah.
1: Have you found it yet? On uh, Adam, have you found Wilhelm on the Sirenscape yet? I know We're they've got. We're gonna it. need it. You should be able to insert that. <laughs> All right. We'll find Can it you later. You get onto me if I tell you. I don't know what the Wilhelm
2: you've heard it you probably just don't know what it is (laughs) no that's the goofy scream
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's the most used scream in all of cinema
2: it's been around for god like 70 years or something hasn't it but it's
0: the same sound bite
1: hang on right, so we are going to pick up from you guys finishing your conversation with Ambrose. You go out on deck, and the whole crew is standing there waiting for your new orders. Sindara will walk up to you. So we won. Besmara congratulates you on a job well done. I've taken care of the crew, but I believe it is time for you to send out your new assignments. Captain? Uh, Sandara, when you said that you've taken care of the crew, what exactly do you mean? I healed their wounds. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> Everyone... As long as it's not the Barnabas taking care of <laughs> the crew. <laughs> if that, that was case, like, hey, she's a lot more dangerous than I thought she was. <laughs> if you were anything like Barnabas, or you expected that from me, I would not be here with you now.
4: This is true. We appreciate you, Sandara. Thank you. And we thank Besmara for our victory.
1: And she nods. Crew, crew, come around. I have assignments to give out to all. Wait, 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 wait. You see Aretta just storm up to the front. She's followed by a Slippery Sigh and Badger. I didn't vote for you as a captain. Who made you captain We all fought in that mutiny. Yes,
4: we all did.
1: Why I was there fighting? On which side? She grins wildly. Why well, on your side, of course. You right. look really weird coming from our side. <laughs>
3: Hands up for those that want her to be captain. I see nobody.
1: Slippery sigh, like, kinda, and then she puts (laughs) it back down again.
3: (laughs) I think that's decided.
4: right, who wants to be captain of this new ship?
1: Aretta raises her hand. I'll be captain! I see no one else, Aretta. It looks like you're alone. You're welcome to join me. I'll give you the same option that I gave Scourge and Plug. We can put you off at the next island if you'd like. I don't want to fight. I just want a fair
4: vote. A vote is fair. Let us vote. Right now, show of hands. John
1: Ollie. Everybody uh, raises their hand except Aretta, Slippery Sigh, and Badger. And for Aretta? Then uh, Aretta raises her hand, and Slippery Sigh and uh, Badger both kind of look shuffling off to the side. They're like, <laughs> I'll, just vote. I'll just vote for John Ollie. It's, it's fine. <laughs> now, as your captain, I have a few jobs to give out. If you all are willing to take them and willing to work for me, you're welcome to. But if you're not, I need to know now. I won't have you rebelling later. Eretta just scoffs, ugh, and walks to the back of the crowd. Ugh, Captain John. Ollie, Arr, 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 Arr. And she says some...
0: do we have a bilge mate yet?
1: <laughs> That's a good question, Kit. I think we do now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what?
1: Eretta, um, uh, you're going to be uh, handling the bilges from now on out, along with Slippery Sai, if you need the help. Uh, the bilges on this ship are much bigger than uh, the Wormwoods. I think you'll probably need a little extra help. Badger, if you need to, you're welcome to join them. No, no, I'm 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 good with uh, I'm good with you as captain, John Ollie, and that's Badger and Slippery. I was like, come on, how did I get put in this?
3: Guilty by association. Just because I uh, didn't vote for him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Kit, since you spoke up first, I'm actually going to have you be uh, my car- carpenter.
0: Ooh, I can do that.
1: Atagoke, I would love to have you as my first mate and also sailing master. Fane, how do you feel about being the boatswain? Swain.
3: How did you go? Bosun. Bo- Bosun. Bosun, yeah, because that's be all captain. spelled. I will be all three.
1: <laughs> Sebastian, I would love for you to be the quartermaster and also help out a Goke as the sailing master. Aye, aye, Captain. Rosie, I would love to have you as the master gunner. You showed excellence when we were battling, and I would gra- it, greatly appreciate your help there.
3: She, <laughs> Everybody's looking at me like, oh,
1: right, that's me. Uh, Rosie just steps forward and goes, aye, aye, Captain? Or aye, aye, Captain. What kind of voice do we want to use for Rosie? I guess the, lollipop, the lollipop guild there. <laughs> aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> lollipop guild. Lollipop uh, pop.
2: We resemble but are legally distinct from the. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh.
1: <laughs> Jack. Jack Scrimshaw. Kit has told me much about your abilities. I would love to have you as the carpenter's mate. <gasps> I get to work with Kit? Yes, absolutely. And he just runs over to Kit Nick
3: and like, hugs her. Is that the one-eyed one eyed one? No, no, okay. <laughs> that's, uh, that's the
0: kid that I got set up to save. Oh, yeah. yeah.
3: You're his savior. Jack Scrimshaw.
2: He's yeah. the one that does the carvings in yeah. the okay. bone. He's the one that does the Scrimshaw. Yeah.
1: Sandara <laughs> Quinn. As you have shown, you are a phenomenal healer. We could very much so use your help as a surgeon, as you deem fit and for Besmara. And Jaundice Jape. <laughs> He oh yes, I realize. This. I would love to have you as the gunner's man. Speak maker. up, man! <laughs> I've given you a second chance, and I want to give you the opportunity to prove yourself to me. He actually does a very low bow, and nods his head again. I believe that's all we need to fill the jobs at the moment, but I believe the rest of the crew can help fill in what we needed. Ah, uh, so the rest of us are able-bodied soldiers. The rest of you are pirates. And they all grin (laughs) massively and start counting their loot that they don't have yet. (laughs) Very good. So those are the jobs for the officers. Um, Then uh, Conchabar actually walks up to you guys and looks at you all uh, sort of sheepishly and uh, kind of gives a slight bow. Capanoli, if it's all the same, can can I ask you a
4: favor? Of course, Conchabar. What's going on? Okay. So... When I first got put on the wormwood, they dragged me downstairs and they were asking everyone's name and they were writing them down on a ship's manifest.
3: Yeah. That was absolutely. Peppery
4: Longfire, then was doing that. And then she gives that out to Master Scourge and she fucks off somewhere else. Okay, yeah. Right. That sounds about like her. Right. And so then she, we all go back upstairs later on. He starts handing out jobs. He's like, Sandara Quinn, you're a swab. Rosie Cuswell, you're a, uh, you're a rigger. And he says, Conchibar. To which I says to him, Master Scourge, I know the way it's spelled is C O N C H A B A R, but it's actually pronounced Connor.
1: You've got to be kidding me.
4: No, I'm not kidding you. That rat bastard's been calling you the wrong thing. What he says to me then is, if I says your name's Conchibar, your name's Conchibar. And he starts whipping the shite out of me. That sounds like Scourge. <laughs> so I'm like, well, okay, okay, it's Conchibar, it's Conchibar. And he's like, further i don't like the way you sound you sound strange so like all right fine fine i'll talk however you want just i don't you can call me conchabar just stop whipping me so so i've, I've just been conchabar from then on out but but now we're on a new ship and i'm, I'm kind of wondering can can we call me by my name can yeah. we just call me connor
1: let's call you connor buddy you're welcome to be connor on this sharp Or Conchabar, if you like. Whichever one. Thanks, Captain. I really appreciate
4: it. Connor
3: is never going to (laughs) stick. I'd I'd really appreciate it. I'll do my best.
1: Yeah, we'll call you Connor. I'll make sure everyone continues to call you that. Conchabar.
3: Can you you, you, you look at
0: Kit and just say, but you can call me whatever you want. (laughs) But you can call me love.
4: You can call me whatever you want, Bonnie.
1: (laughs) Uh, (gasps) Conchabar... I'm sorry, Connor, uh, (laughs) as the new captain, what would you like to do for your job here?
4: Um, Sorry to put you on the spot, (laughs) Avery. I've been happy in the rigging. I mean, I'll stick with that if it's okay. Yeah,
1: if you're good at rigging and that's what you enjoy doing, I want you doing what you enjoy, bud. I appreciate it. And then Connor (laughs) offers to give you a tour of the ship. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting on Davery to do all of the accent because Gaelic, not my thing. Bad English, Austin Powers, no problem. You want a uh, an aretta Yeah, sure. You want... Or half works with extendable tusks. I got you covered.
4: <laughs> I think if you're looking for a good Gaelic accent, you're out of luck with anyone in this <laughs> <laughs> Granted, but that was actually pretty good. Yeah. That yeah. was well great. Uh, it
1: was, really it was at least that.
2: as good as my Russian.
1: Hey, <laughs> so, low bar, but sure. Hey, absolutely. I'll
3: take it. <laughs> uh, So we're going to pretend. <laughs> <all> right,
1: <laughs> we're going to pretend this entire time I'm talking in a great <laughs> Gaelic accent over here, um, but Connor, Connor then takes you across the ship. He explains, the boat, it's 120 feet long. It is three-masted. There is a 10-foot-high foredeck, which I have on the beautiful foam model directly in front of you. You have a 10-foot-high aft deck, which is the one with the ship's wheel. You then have another 10-foot-high for a total of 20 feet on the stern castle, which is the very back of the boat. There are two boats hanging from the aft deck, which are the ones that you were protecting in the uh, big battle. One is a cutter, the other is a gig. They're both single masted. They both have four oars, except the cutter can carry 12 people. The gig can only carry eight. There but, are.
4: But since they both have four oars, so it just takes two people to row them? Correct. Okay.
1: And along with a little bit of assistance from the air with the uh, single mast in the middle. There are a pair of light ballistas on the stern castle. There is a box of 12 bolts sitting next to them. So he shows you all of that. Then he takes you down to the main deck. So the main deck on the first model that I have matches the main deck on the one that's sitting right next to it right now. Those are the same deck. Does that make sense? Yes. Because... You know, the first model is there just to show the upper decks. Then you have the main deck. And then you have the main deck, which is on level with the captain's oh, quarters and the okay. officer quarters so, in the front.
4: So these bits are the inside of
1: these bits. Correct. Which I bet that made great radio. Yes. <laughs> that bit and that bit. We promise we'll have pictures. But I've got uh, the model of uh, two bolts. Boats. Bolts. Bolt. Bit. We have the model of two boats here directly in front of us, and just trying to go over so the players get a visualization of what they're dealing with. In, so on the main deck, <laughs> as Fane flicks Captain Scourge across the thing. Captain Scourge? <laughs> I don't think Scourge <laughs> has ever been captain. In his mind, he's the captain. Yeah, that's true. All right, so on the main deck, you have the stairs leading down into the middle hold, directly... To the front of the ship of that are two 10-foot by 10-foot grates, hatches, that can open up to also get you into the middle deck, okay? Then you've got the officer quarters to the front, and he brings you up to the front. He's like, these are the officer quarters. This is where everybody who is not the captain but still in charge of the boat will stay. There are storage areas towards the stern of the captain's quarters, or of the officer quarters. So you've got two storage areas with doors that lock. Then he takes you back across the ship, across the main deck. He points at the rigging and he says, I'll probably be working up there later. Walks through the door into <laughs> the captain's quarters and says, all right, this are the captain's quarters and they are gorgeous. There are four gilt-framed windows the full height of the cabin.
4: I attack John. It's my ship now.
0: He's <laughs> <laughs> like, can we yes. take turns? Okay.
1: There is a luxurious hammock in the in these quarters you cast detect magic and yes mm. it is very magical mm. there is it's also so a dining table and chairs there are a few chests and a bookshelves around there is also a trap door that leads directly down into the captain's cabin below
4: wait from the captain's cabin into another level of the captain's cabin
1: uh sorry cook's cabin directly below oh, okay. <laughs> Too many words having to read all at once. You and Ambrose can still be besties. I was going to say, so the Captain Quarters has like a hidden door that leads into the Cook's Quarters? Not really hidden, but it is a hatch and a ship's ladder that goes directly down into the Cook's Quarters. I thought that actually was kind of (laughs) cool. It worked out great with John Ollie's story so far.
0: It's kind of like a a dumb waiter,
1: so that way that's how (laughs) he
0: gets his food, because you know, we never saw him eating with anybody on the other ship. (laughs) Maybe
1: that's why. Yeah. I like right. to think that Barnabas just ate souls. <laughs> <laughs> hey, especially yours, John Ollie,
2: that, Did that make uh, What's-Her-Face
1: the cabin girl like an imp? She just went out and fetched souls for him? Right. All right. In the captain's cabin, you have the captain's storage. There are two sliding walls rather than doors. Sliding walls that open up into the storage. And directly in front of you is a chest. <laughs>
4: Ooh.
1: Open the chest I'm gonna, check <laughs>
0: this, I'm gonna check this chest for traps first
1: <laughs> Sebastian immediately walks over there Goes you know. to open said chest And Kit's like hold oh on a second Miss <laughs> <laughs> Kitnick I'm fine. Give me a perception check And I mean roll high
3: Can we assist?
1: <laughs> I Yes one person can assist And Sorry do you get, does, does Kit get her trap sense? Yes run? Okay. So if you have a trap oh, yeah. sense All the fun stuff and it'll have to be Sebastian assisting, right? No, okay. <laughs> it just John has rolled, to be a, John rolled an eighteen. It just so, has yeah. to be a ten, right? It's just yeah. a ten. Yeah. 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 So you get. A plus two so to 19. whatever you roll. A total of 19. Total of 19. It looks like the absolute safest chest <laughs> you have ever come across. Before Kit opens that.
0: Well, I'm not opening it. I was just checking for traps. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: Okay. She looks at Get the slippery chest. slippery side. <laughs> <laughs> she looks at the chest and goes, this is amazing. It looks completely unharmed. I don't and it see looks a safe. trap. Everybody yeah. put yourselves in the captain's cabin. Show me where you're standing when you open up this door. And Kit's like, oh, look, a chest. I want to see where you're just standing. Do we have the uh, model of the treasure chest anywhere? Oh, we do.
4: It's is it not in the bucket anywhere. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's a bummer. Somewhere. <laughs> As Fane moves all
1: the way across the ship. <laughs> Can we finally have a chance Standing to on top this of
2: the so, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're out doing the Titanic thing? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm free! <laughs>
3: and then the undead form of chumlet drags you below oh, the waves. gross. All right, so
1: everybody is standing just like that. All right, uh, there is a chest. It is sitting there. It does not... Put it in the little small room. Okay. Yes. Oh, so we don't all
3: fit in there. Mm
1: -hmm. Where... What do you do? Do you (laughs) leave the chest or do you open it up? I mean, obviously, you know meta gaming, blah, blah, blah. But if you see a chest and your rogue says, no, it looks clean, what... And we have a ring of keys. I say we open it. So John will ask... If the other Rahadumis that used to be on the ship, because there's two of them, right? Yeah, there's Adum and Miku. Would yeah. they have ever have seen this chest, or is this in the captain's quarters? More than likely, they wouldn't have seen it. They would not have seen it. Okay. Well, and it might be Plug may have brought it from the other ship. I That's have fair, no idea. Because yeah. I was thinking, I probably would have asked them if they'd seen it before, see if they knew if it was rigged. But in that case, John's gonna open it up. <laughs> so John's like, "I got this. I'm the captain. I'll open up the treasure chest." All first. right, you're going through the keys. You guys are standing just like that. Sure. Uh, except John is
2: now. In yeah, the I was gonna front. Say, you're gonna want to put me in the front. <laughs>
4: whoa 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 that's out of go okay let's move that on back sister <laughs> let's move me out of the 15 foot cone all right
3: i'll guard the door
4: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> oh this is really good radio guys yeah we're gonna, we're, gonna we're, gonna we're gonna move here we're gonna move here so okay just to set the scene there's a treasure chest in what looks like like a little closet area Right in front of it is going to be John and then right behind him is Sebastian and Kit and then behind him is Fane and Adegoke.
4: Yep. Sounds good.
2: And I'm assuming Contra Bar is in there somewhere.
3: Connor. You mean uh, who? Connor, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> that is not Connor. <laughs> Where is Connor? I don't think... Do we actually have we don't any miniature have, for yeah, him? Yeah, we don't
4: have many of he's, Connor. No, there he's go. got the... He's the square. Yeah, but oh. this, this is sized appropriately. Okay, fantastic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there is a closet. There is a chest. Kitnick has cleared said chest. She says it's safe. John Ollie's mm-hmm. like, I'm the captain. I will open said chest. He reaches over to open the chest. As soon as his hands touch the chest, a line of electricity just zaps straight out of it and hits John Ollie, Sebastian and add a go-kay. So didn't I tell you John's actually immune to electricity? (laughs) (laughs) You didn't leave that out. (laughs) Maybe because you're not? Uh, No, I'm not. But
0: I am, so darn it. (laughs) You
1: three, give me a reflex save. Oh, joy. (laughs) I don't even have to open my character sheet. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Roll five.
2: Yeah, no, I'm guessing a 12 probably doesn't do it either. It
1: does not. Everybody takes full damage. 4d6. I haven't rolled just quite yet. 20 points of damage. Holy crap. All characters. Kip goes
0: running out the door to find Sandara.
1: <laughs> wow! <Ow. laughs> Everybody just like,
0: oh god!
2: And um, yeah, Sebastian's at negative four hit points. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I hit the ground like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> just, I'm going to use a level two ability that I have called okay. Charmed Life. Uh, I can only use it twice per day, and I'm going to add my charisma only. modifier to my saving throw. All right, and you're doing it before you roll. Oh, God. <laughs> good. Okay. Is that a one? It's a three. So it's a reflex save? Yeah, it's not high enough. It's not high. I rolled an 11 after everything. That's actually pretty good, but no. Uh, <laughs> everybody takes full damage. Man, I rolled good. Yeah. How much did you roll? Three sixes and a two. So you rolled 20, 20 points 20. of damage. <laughs> yeah. Everybody takes, two, uh, or the three of you take 20 points of damage. So Adagokay
4: <laughs> yells, Everybody, move! And tries to grab, uh, tries to help stabilize. Sebastian, <laughs> yeah. but gets a five on that also. Uh-huh.
2: So, yeah, I figure Sebastian got like blown backwards into cocaine. Okay. <laughs> oh man,
3: Kitnick runs out yeah. of the door. K-
0: Sandara, Kidnik, Sandara! Kitnick is running out the door.
3: So did the chest <laughs> open?
1: Uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Zane's like, hold on, the chest, is the chest open?
1: <laughs>
4: well, everybody
3: else
1: is busy. Uh... <laughs> Sandara runs back in. What happened? Oh, and she actually, okay. she's like, I'm actually out of healing spells for the day. I was going to
3: search Sebastian to see if he had a potion. I think he was one of the ones that got a healing potion. Yeah. I'm c- actually yeah. carrying a potion of Cure Light. Okay, I'll, I have been. Okay, I was going to search him.
1: Yeah, and we're going to do what we always do in our games. Uh, I'll roll off with you on a D8. It's not especially oh, okay.
2: hidden. You shouldn't have any trouble finding. It's just in
1: a
3: belt, I think on belt. 11 for search. Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: I mean, it's probably a 10 or less to find. Yeah, I don't have it concealed. Yeah, and you knew he had it, so.
3: Uh, 7. You rolled higher than me. All right. Oh, Stabilize. God,
1: what the.
2: Ah. Ah. I okay. thought you said that was clear.
0: I said I didn't see a trap.
2: Ah. <laughs> so it looks clear. <laughs> no, do not take a gnome at word. Got it. I uh, shall, Jesus. I,
0: I, but, ah,
2: ah. Sebastian is now
1: at three hit points,
3: <laughs> which is plenty. I'm patting out the fire in his chest. <laughs> yeah. Look what you did to my
1: shirt. <laughs> and she, you know, does a small healing check. Uh, she gets an 18 on her healing check. I don't know exactly. Like I'm not really up to date on healing rules. If the if you can give uh, if you can gain some hit points with a healing check,
4: you can't gain uh, hit points directly. It's not like a you know not like a cure spell. Cool. But that's high enough to do a long term care check, which will double our healing rate when we rest. You right. can
3: you can treat serious wounds, treat deadly wounds. Yes. yes. There's one hit point per level of the creature. Exceed the DC by five or more. Uh, don't you have to rest uh, for that? No. Oh, okay. no, no. Just uh, if you exceed the DC by five or more, add your wisdom modifier if positive to this amount. A creature can be benefit from this once per twenty four hour period. Uh, it doesn't say the DC though. DC twenty. Oh, DC twenty. Yeah. So nada.
1: Right. I rem- I just remember coming across that it's a real quick with a healing check you can give somebody some hit points. So right. you got once per day? Three more hit points, Mister Sebastian. So now you're at six, which is like half your hit points, right? Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Not quite. (laughs) Um, John will look at Kit, shake off the electricity, and be like, Kit, next time you look at a treasure, how about you use your eyes instead of Gifford Tibbs' (laughs) fake
0: eye?
3: (laughs) We'll have John just yell for us to run.
0: (laughs) Kit's just going to pout outside the door. (laughs) Oh, Oh, Are you
3: okay, by the way? We all seem really concerned about that part.
1: She did not get hit, did she? No. did she? No. No. No, she no, didn't get hit it's at all. Just the three of us.
3: A high five <laughs> <laughs> or low five. Uh, so or Captain five.
2: curious, what's uh what's the policy on lashings on this ship? It will not get any lashings for this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> at least I checked it and like some people they're just going to go flinging it open.
2: You mean like the captain? <laughs> <laughs> he could have at least tried the keys. Hey, I
1: have you guys here for a reason, clearly.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Human shields.
1: <laughs> I was
2: in front.
0: <laughs> well, then you're not using your human shields very effectively.
1: Uh, Connor, will, you please... Connor, will I... you please take us on the rest of this tour of this ship.
3: What did the ship? But
1: I want to know what's inside the chest first, please. Chest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's see what's inside the chest. It's empty. Oh the... no! Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I am going to go throw plug over the side of the ship because somebody's paying for
1: that. I say. you have
3: a player revolt.
1: All right. uh, we will go over the mechanics later, uh. but inside of that chest is two points of plunder. Oh, plunder. Remember that nice. word because we're going to have a long discussion on what plunder actually is in this adventure path. Hmm. But Connor's like, well, that looks like a lot of gold. And then he takes you on uh, downstairs. I like to think it's like a Bitcoin. Like, it's just like this fake currency of plunder. Like, it's It's just just one sitting there spinning. Yeah, (laughs) It's just a piece of paper that says plus two plunder. And I'm like, okay. No, anticlimactic. You know what? Yes, that's what all plunder is from now. It's a piece of paper with something written on it. I.O.U. (laughs) It's an I.O.U. It's two points of plunder. Yeah. Uh,
4: Plus one plunder. Signed, Green (laughs) (laughs) Goth.
1: Oh, now we're... Okay. Moving on. (laughs) Middle deck. It is currently empty. It takes you down the stairs to the middle deck, and he's like, well, it's empty right now, but as you can see, there are weapon racks all along the wall, ready to be restocked. Uh, The steps behind the foremast, which is the one in the front, lead down into the main hold. The steps behind the main mast lead up to the main deck. Just to kind of keep an idea of where things are. Okay. Then he takes you down the stairs into the main hold, which is towards the floor, the front. We're in here? So, yep. Okay. So you go through a door, back one section. That is the crew berth. There are hammocks strewn everywhere. Everybody has their own little chest, just like on the uh, Wormwood. But that's okay. where the crew, the main crew, sleeps. Nice. So directly behind that is the galley. So that's the galley over there that Davery is pointing at, okay. uh, which is on the starboard side of the ship. Then to the port side of the ship is the cook's quarters. So that's where Ambrose is sleeping.
4: Okay, that's where Ambrose sleeps, and that's where he also cooks. Or that's that, where he—that's the galley. That's the, g- the galley is
1: where he cooks.
4: Is the galley where he cooks or where everybody eats? I'm never clear on a galley. The
1: galley for these purposes, the galley is where he cooks. Uh, people pretty much eat wherever they can find space. Yeah, I don't gotcha. think there's there's not eating quarters on the ship right. like a dining hall or. Did anything. you say uh,
2: the anything about the quartermaster with the galley? Like it was on the Wormwood or.
1: I'm just wondering if there is actually a
2: Quartermaster store.
1: Uh, there can be. We can designate where you're going to set okay. up shop. I didn't know if there was already one defined or not. So. There is not. Okay. Then we will go down to the lower deck and the main hold. Because actually, this is the middle hold. Oh my. The lower deck. That's going to be one over.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: the lower deck, main hold. It is empty uh, to the fourth again. So in the front of the ship uh, is the main hold. It is empty. There is a large water barrel secured to the starboard wall. The stairs behind the foremast lead up to the middle deck. A trap door near the main mast, which is not marked, leads down into the bilges. There are two bilge pumps downstairs, forward and aft. Okay. And then? Then directly to the stern of that is secure storage. So uh-huh. you take out your ring of keys that you got off of the plug that we haven't gone over yet. Regan keys, a large compartment to the aft of the main hold with a door that can be locked, but it is currently completely empty. Okay. So that secure storage. That
0: makes sense for a quartermaster. I was
2: going to say this this will be a good place for uh, for setting up a quartermaster.
1: And that is the ship. Da-da-da-da. Any questions? It's a big ship. And I get the biggest room. I mean, uh... <laughs> John Ollie kind of looks at you and winks.
3: <laughs> Uh, I, I want to look in the bilges, just for like old-timey oh, sake. Yeah.
1: So you lift the hatch. It is just as wet, just ah, as thick and just as covered just in as spiders awful. as the old one. Is Eretta down there? Uh, no. Yes, she is. She and Slippery Psy are linked up. As soon as the, they hear the door crack, they get back to pumping real fast. <laughs> Keep up the good work. What? We'll get your ears cleaned later. <laughs> uh, press the digitization. All right. Contra- Connor... Looks at all of you and goes, and that is the ship. I hope you enjoy the tour. I'm going to get back into the rigging. Uh, you, I'm sure the next thing to do will be to deal with the loot. Blood? Oh. The plunder from before. That's and right. And he's kind of like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, we just mutinied, and you took a bunch of stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. We like our pay.
0: Ooh, are there any hats? <clears throat> nope. <we're laughs>
1: Uh, I think those are the rarest (laughs) treasure in (laughs) Galarian. Apparently. Plug is bald with just the single uh, ponytail. He's very proud of this, so he does not wear a hat. And uh, Scourge wears that scarf. You've got the. Used to wear that scarf. (laughs) Yeah, I pulled that off his head. That's right. So, do you guys want to know what you earned from Plug last week? Yep. No, no absolutely. Okay. How mean Root. of the GM to make you go through a, an electricity trap and not tell you the loot that you earned? <laughs> well, given that you just ago.
2: cost me a healing potion.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right. You guys ready? Ready to write? Yeah. Uh, Plug. Hat on him. Potion of Cure Mod. Screaming Bolts. Those are the bolts that will force will saves on any combatant that it passes because it's screaming. Otherwise, they're normal crossbow bolts. You um, have... For
0: what size crossbow?
1: Light crossbow.
3: We'll say for what? Do we know that yet?
1: Um, the screaming part of the, bo- of the bolt.
3: But the result if they fail. Uh, it's, uh, I think
1: they're shaken or feared, yes. isn't it?
3: Because of fear, okay.
1: Yeah, I'll have to look up the specifics for okay. you, Mr. Fane.
0: They're heavily startled because something just screamed past their ear.
1: Magic sword. That would be Plugs Cutlass, I believe. Yes. Okay. Uh, masterwork Cat 09 Tails from Plug. A light crossbow with 10 bolts. Magic amulet. Magic bracers. And magical shackles to go around your wrist and trap a prisoner. Hmm. Shackles. Shackles. Uh, as you well also...
3: as... I'm sorry. As well as the uh, hammock.
1: Yes. And the hammock in the captain's quarters. Gotcha. Uh, you also find 100 gold pieces. Scratch that. One hundred silver pieces and two hundred gold pieces. So, what are you guys going to do with the plunder that you got from <laughs> Master Plug?
4: So, when we're while we're giving all this up, are we in like the captain's quarters?
1: Or the I'm assuming you've uh, gone to the dining table in the captain's quarters and spread all the loot out from Mister Plug, all right, so as well as Master Scourge. Or are you keeping that thing? Keeping what? Uh, Master Keeping
3: Scourges Keeping what? <laughs> okay yeah.
1: You
4: guys don't know Anything about that Oh we absolutely We were we were there for that Yeah, but, yeah. Okay so we But it's just the PCs That's what I'm checking Yes okay.
1: Just you five so, In the captain's quarters so, We, we so. don't have to split this up Between the crew
4: uh, I would
2: recommend We give
4: the it crew It would be a very yes. good idea oh, To I, pay the crew
1: I was just asking uh, Wes This is stuff that Is meant to be split up Between the crew and us It's not just Oh these are what you guys get The crew got other things
3: Is that what Plunder's for?
1: Plunder can be used. We definitely need... Let's tell you what. Before you guys divide this up, let's talk about Plunder. Sounds like a great time. It is a mechanic specifically built for the Skull and Shackle's Adventure Path by (laughs) Paizo. Plunder is designated to be an abstraction of loot that you would get from a merchant ship. So a merchant ship is carrying 16 tons of logs. 140 bolts of cloth. Blah, grain, blah, nobody cares. So they do the point of plunder. One point of plunder is equal to 10 tons of cargo and 1,000 gold pieces. So you capture a merchant ship. I tell you how many points of plunder you got. You load it onto your ship as long as you have space. Your ship specifically can carry 150 tons. Then you have to take that cargo... That pl- those plunder points to a port. Find somebody willing to buy that plunder from you. Spend an entire day shopping or selling. You make a roll. You can uh, choose to increase the DC of the roll to uh, sell your plunder points for a little more. The amount of gold that you actually get per point of plunder is based on the size of the port that you're in. So if you're in a little small port, you may only get 100 gold per point of plunder. If you're in a very large city and you make a really great plunder check, you can get as much as 140%, which would be 1400 gold per point of plunder. Any questions?
3: I have just one. A plunder point is a ton... Ten take. tons Ten tons Yes We found two points In the chest Well that's because That's I'm
2: assuming Gold as opposed to Just general cargo Grain right. or coffee yep. Or what have This you. is to give yes. you
1: The chance to do stuff uh, It's it's rather than Gold Like gold pieces It's probably artwork Or Gotcha Or spices,
4: okay. Sa- spices or Saffron like that. Yeah,
1: Specifically Saffron yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. That would Just anything sense. that's worth a lot But it's more abstract So gotcha. rather than dealing with Fourteen ounces of saffron You got mm. two points of blender
3: Gotcha Okay I just didn't know how big that chest was. <laughs> it's a twenty-ton chest. <laughs> twenty-ton chest <laughs> located in the captain's quarters. It's a chest of holding. <laughs> yeah, right? I going to say. I
2: would. I would recommend we give the crew
1: their shares.
4: Absolutely.
3: Yeah. Uh, totally. totally. They, better.
1: <laughs> you know, they helped us fight off the scourge and plug. So well,
3: that begs the next question: How much is what's good pay? I don't. I don't know how much you pay. Up, well,
1: right. uh, there is. Yeah, you got to. There is a mechanic for that. Awesome. If you mechanics. capture a merchant ship and you sell plunder, you have to give the crew. I think it's 1 point of plunder like to the crew to keep them happy. If you you don't have to, but they're not going to be very happy with you and you got to deal with the fallout of that.
0: There's like there's a breakdown for each individual position I think on the boat.
1: There is in real life it would be one share, two shares, three shares, but in order to not keep up with how much gold you're giving out and to reduce the paperwork, you spend one point of plunder on the crew, they're happy. Unless Kit would like to maintain the paperwork. And we don't, we don't sail at night
0: either, it's okay.
1: <laughs> and, and Valley is giving me the worst <laughs> guy I have ever received, and I've been married for 15 years. Like I said, <laughs> this is, the worst. it is
4: if Kit wants to do that as part of her mate's duties to maintain the, the sailing at night and the, the crew shares a plunder and <laughs> She's the
3: ship's <laughs> accountant. She
0: just might. <laughs> I
3: got a slippery sigh, one ounce of saffron for you. <laughs> I don't know, an ounce of saffron's <laughs> worth quite a bit. Yeah. She can hang on to it. Huh. <laughs> Down in the bilges. <laughs> right. <where it's> wet. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it used to be worth quite a bit. So, uh,
4: uh, in character, I suggest we pay the crew handsomely right now and lie to them and say, we have paid ourselves. We need to... It quickly established that they quickly established the value of crewing with us. I agree. Agreed. Yes. Well,
3: these, these glowy bits are quite a good payment. The glowy yeah, bits I was going to uh, ask yes. if
0: anybody could tell me what the glowy bits are. Uh, perhaps.
2: we are look into it. Oh, there is nothing here. Nothing. You, you don't be concerned. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. Uh, yes, that... we will. Uh, uh, Sebastian will pull out the, the really glowy bits kidney, and right? take a look at it. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: well, how would you like to take a nap? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, give, I mean, let's start with the magical sword, Mister Sebastian. I assume yeah. we do a spellcraft check.
3: I can assist if you'd like. Sure, why not? Do we want to do this off air?
0: No. <laughs> Jesus. So it's nothing, right?
2: Uh, how much does detect magic add to that? <laughs> can he assist me? <laughs> uh. Detect magic adds ten. That's good because uh, no, I did not, identify, not roll well, isn't it? Well, that's what. Well, uh, I think. If Take you concentrate, death. I think Detect Magic does add to it, but not as much as Identify. I could be wrong. And this is for the, the no, sword?
3: It, detect Magic allows you to Identify. Identify allows you to get the plus 10. Ah, uh,
1: gotcha. Well, Curses. So what
3: was your total roll there, Sebastian?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, How much did you... Uh, I got a
3: 17.
2: Yeah, so I'm actually going to aid him. No, um, no, that was actually a grand total of
1: uh, nine. Yeah. All right, so Fane, you rolled a 17 on your identify. I can tell you what that sword does. <laughs>
4: <laughs> what does it do, Attic? Okay. <laughs> the sword is enchanted. Uh, it bites harder than a normal sword. And he said, this phrase at me, pointed the sword, and a blast of water came out of it.
1: Excellent. It is indeed a tide Water Cutlass is the total name. It is a plus one cutlass. That you can use to cast hydraulic push. You see once Fane's a day. mouth
3: moving as this comes out. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Yay, Fane. <laughs> that was not creepy at all. All right, let's roll for the magical
2: amulet. Uh, amulet I'll try to age amulet. you this time. <laughs>
1: Just give me independent rolls. What uh, is that? Five, twelve, thirteen. Thirteen. Fifteen. All right, fifteen. Uh, it is an amulet of natural armor. Plus one, magical bracers. Rule. 13 26
3: Yeah, that'll Jesus. do it.
1: <laughs> it's a uh, bracers of armor +1. Now, to the really fun bit. Hammock? The magical shackles. Oh. No, the hammock is boring compared to these. Oh, I don't know. So, so let's do the hammock first.
2: 22. There Very nice.
1: Go. All right, the hammock is a hammock of hospitality. It was originally installed by the original captain of the man's promise. He would get seasick so by sleeping eight hours in this hammock, it it, it uh, eliminates all chances of seasickness. Mm. It also allows you to heal hit points overnight, similar to, uh, like if you were aided, like a full rest. Yeah, it'll get let you get double your hit, double your normal rest back. Yeah. nice, excellent.
3: Yes, that'd be a good thing for the actually for Sendar to put in her little healing area. <laughs> John, the, looks,
1: what does John say to that? Absolutely. <laughs> well, okay. Then. I mean, like, if there's a medical quarters, then it should be in the medical quarters. Well, there's not really. I don't <laughs> think is there's there? probably not, but wherever <laughs> people would be treated on the ship is where it should be.
4: <laughs> we'll just put some shows you screens
1: up. Uh, and <laughs> Ambrose barges in and he offers, well, you can put the healing station in my shack. Go drink, drinky. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Perhaps we keep it in high-value storage until someone gets injured. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. So you're not going to let John Ollie sleep in it overnight? Well, John's down 20 hit points, so John Ollie's sleeping in that bitch tonight. <laughs> 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 uh, okay, roll for the magical shackles. Those are real fun. Mm,
2: Ten. Eleven. <laughs> We're doing real well. Yeah.
3: Actually, I don't think we got nothing on that one.
2: Now, if we do the eight another, that makes that a little
3: 13. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which is probably still not enough. Just try again tomorrow. That's true. Oh, well, we have somebody we need to put in shackles, though. (laughs) We have two somebodies. Shackles of murder.
1: (laughs) They're tied up. It's fine. And, of course, identify.
2: Yeah, they were tied up before, and then somebody got stabbed.
0: Yeah, where are they right now, by the way?
2: They're in the captain's quarters, tied up. No, we moved them no, out. out. No, we, we moved them out. No, we tossed him out in the, in the hole, but we hog-tied
1: them. <laughs> yeah, they I thought we put them back in there for some reason. A 13 on identify for the magical shackles is not enough. Okay. You'll have to try again tomorrow. We'll come back to these. <laughs> <laughs> okay, also, before you guys go out and deal with giving your crew whatever plunder you're going to give them, there is another mechanic in Skull and Shackles Adventure Path, written by Paizo, <laughs> that we really need to cover. <laughs> Let
4: me find it. <laughs> so while Wes is looking, why don't we talk about these uh, these treasures? I would say, unless well, Fane's already wearing armor, right? Yeah, I wear leather. Okay, I think Sebastian should take those bracers because he's the only person not wearing armor. I can agree. Stay with me? Yep. Yeah. So that would be good. If nobody else wants that amulet of natural armor, I would love that. I already have one. I just want the cutlass. The cutlass. You're the guy who uses a cutlass, so that makes (laughs) sense.
3: You're the
0: captain. You get whatever you want. I
3: mean, mean, you're the meat shield, so I agree with you having the natural (laughs) armor. I'll use the cutlass. (laughs) Yeah.
4: (laughs) And... uh, I don't know. The only I think you can have the shackles. Yeah, exactly. you want the shackles?
2: <laughs> let's let's hold on to those until we figure out what they do. They All could right. be dangerous. Yeah, I,
0: I might get zapped by electricity. I'll <laughs> let him hold on to that. That's a very
3: good I point. smack her with the shackles. <laughs> hey! <laughs> you just use, trying to see what they do. <laughs> use a crossbow, though, right? Take the shriekers.
0: They go to a light bow. I've got a hand crossbow. Ah. That's why I was asking what size. Can you modify
1: you. those? Can you like cut them down so that way they would fit?
0: Probably not for a magical item. I wouldn't yeah. necessarily...
3: Whittle them down. Yeah. Well, and also, Fane, you
0: want a light crossbow. Screams cross- the whole time. You want a light crossbow, though. And there a light crossbow was part of this.
3: Yeah, I'll never use it. I really won't. I mean, it's better off in your hands than mine. Or whoever uses a light crossbow.
1: <laughs> it's a medium-sized light crossbow as well. <laughs> so it's
3: a well, heavy, heavy crossbow and, uh, for... <laughs> Correct. If no one is
2: going to object, I'm going to take that potion of Cure Moderate Wounds and replace the one that I lost. <laughs> so we
3: then put it for the uh, sell, sell box or whatever if we want to sell it when we next it port.
1: All
0: right. Or we hold on to it in case we need it because surely somebody on the crew could use it if we do end up in a scuffle.
1: What, is, what does Sandara use? Would she use a crossbow? Possibly, I'd have to. Look Why don't that.
0: we just stick it down there where all the armaments? Yeah, we'll just. Yeah, yeah. it's just yeah. a normal crossbow. Yeah, yeah. let's yeah. just go ahead and stick it down there, and then uh, just hold onto the bolts. The, uh, I, the I can just
1: bolts. picture you like parading this light crossbow down <laughs> into the hold where the armory is, placing it on the rack, standing there with your arms to your side, much like Superman, and going, "We have begun restocking." <laughs> <laughs>
3: and Sebastian marks it down in his ledger. Yes.
4: <laughs>
1: And it's just a regular light crossbow? Nothing fancy, fancy. not masterwork? Just a regular one.
3: We have several items from the fight, right? I mean, several crossbows and weapons and Uh, ammunition. Is that part of plunder? Yeah. I think Uh, that
1: most of the weapons got swept up onto the wormwood, didn't they? Anything that came... You're talking about the battle of capturing the man's promise? Yeah, Yeah, that all went to Barnabas. Gotcha, okay. Yeah, the man's promise is about as empty as you can be. Okay. Well... All right, so... In Skull and Shackle's Adventure Path by (laughs) Paizo is another mechanic called Infamy and Disrepute. This is long-winded. I love talking, so here you go. Infamy and Disrepute is a mechanic that lets you track how your legend is growing across Galarian. There are two different scores associated, Infamy and Disrepute. Those are separate. Keep them apart. However, you gain them at about the same rate infamy is the total score it will rarely go down this is the you have heard of me mechanic so you let you know how your legend is growing with infamy there are certain thresholds that you have to cross and once you cross those thresholds it gives you a new way to spend disrepute disrepute more like a currency You can use disrepute to purchase in positions, deeds others may not want to do, but because they have heard of you, they do it to curry favor or to avoid disfavor. That is straight from the book. Hmm. Disrepute can never go higher than the infamy score. We'll go over what you can buy in a little bit. I think I've given you guys the list to go over. Uh, For copyright reasons, we will never paste it to anything until we get permission. However... Once we finally get playing and uh, our listeners get an idea of how impositions are done, we will begin accepting impositions and for the crew to spend disrepute on. And when we spend the points to use that imposition, we'll give you full credit. So send them to what's our Gmail address? The called Shot Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you, John Ollie. <laughs> All right,
3: make a button or Twitter or Facebook or Twitter or Facebook.
1: Yeah. Or Twitter or Facebook. You can gain infamy and disrepute automatically by doing awesome things in the adventure path.
0: Like fighting a kraken?
1: Yes, or... <laughs> you Only mute, that. Or mutinying against a pirate free captain of the Shackles and winning. Hmm. People have heard of this. You all have a plus two to infamy and disrepute. Hey.
3: Congratulations.
1: Hey. Now, you can also gain infamy with an infamy check go over that just real real fast. You have to moor your ship in port for a full day. You spend the day on shore carousing, you tell wild stories about your adventures at exploits, you make a bluff, intimidate or perform check. Success means the infamy and disrepute go up by 1, provided neither one are at their maximum. Your infamy can never be more than 4 times the average party level. And since you guys will typically all be about the same level, right now the highest your infamy can go is 12 level three. Now, if you succeed by five on that check, it will go up by two. If you succeed by ten, it will go up by three. Failure means it was a wasted day, but really, can you ever consider a day drinking rum wasted? Nope.
3: (laughs) I do have a quick question about that. Yes. Can multiple people be doing it separately to get their fame, or is it like a group effort once per day or something like that?
1: A little bit of a group effort. Everybody aids another to one person making the check. Gotcha. Okay. I think... The rules also state that only one person can aid you in this check. Okay. So the majority of our hero points will be
3: going to making this (laughs) check.
1: Yep. So, you can never increase your infamy and disrepute in any single port by more than five. So five is the most you can gain in any one port. Then you either have to sail to a new port, or you have to gain another tier in your infamy threshold, and then you can go back to that port and uh, tell your story again, or the new stories, and people will give a crap again. So can you lose infamy and disrepute? Typically, no. Okay. The only way you can lose disrepute is by spending the points on impositions. Infamy rarely will go down. I haven't come across a situation that it could, but if you do something that, you know, the pirates may not agree with, then you could potentially lose infamy, and it
3: would go down. So we currently have a two.
1: Yes, your infamy is two. You are the lowest of the level, which is Disgraceful Pirates. So, And, it, and that two is not to any specific port, but to all ports, or just the, the open seas. All of the shackles. All of the shackles. Okay. That's our reputation. Okay. That is your reputation in the shackles. <laughs> so you can also help your infamy check by spending that thing we called plunder earlier. For each point of plunder spent, you gain a plus two on your check. Listening to stories is fun but it's more fun when the teller is buying the drinks. <laughs> there is no limit to that expenditure. So if you've got 10 points of plunder in your hole, you can spend all 10 points and gain a plus 20. Are That's there... a heck of a party. <laughs> mm-hmm. no are there any negatives in not having any plunder at all? No. Okay. No, uh, you don't have to spend plunder, but you can to gain a plus
3: two. What roll are we rolling, did you say?
1: It is a bluff, intimidate, or perform check. <laughs> I think we can do those. Yeah. I think you covered. Also, if you fail your infamy check, you can immediately spend three, three points of plunder to immediately reroll. But you can only do that once a day. Everybody's still on board. <laughs> like, yeah, right. I was gonna rain. say, yeah. make it, it rain. rain. Make it rain. <laughs> Wait, no, they use gold pieces as currency. Make <laughs> it hail. Yeah. Ow, ow, ow. So a quick example of what you can buy with your brand new disrepute. You can spend five points of disrepute, which you do not have. But when you do, you could use it to buy this. It's called Walk the Plank. PCs may sacrifice one crew member or prisoner to grant themselves (laughs) and their crew one of two bonuses. uh, Either a plus two bonus on all skill checks or a plus two bonus on all attack rolls. If the sacrifice character is returned to life, the PCs and their crew members... Take a minus two penalty on both skill checks and attack rolls for one day. I see John Ollie just making people walk off the plank left and <laughs> I right, to, right. I
3: suggest we at least practice once. Yeah, just, just sacrifice the whole crew. Scourge. I want them to plus twenty to attack. Unfortunately, we're going to test our planking ability. Unfortunately, we don't
2: have the disrepute to spend right
3: now. Oh, I'm just saying practice. We don't uh-huh. spend anything. Just you
1: know. does this ship even have a plank? It's you, a piece of wood. What do you want, <laughs> oh, as
4: well. a
0: carpenter? I can get one together real quick for
3: you. <laughs> <laughs> all, you want a plank? I can get you a plank. I can get you a plank in 10 minutes. It's called railing. Had him stand there and push him off.
1: Uh, all right. Now that everybody is at home, at home is completely asleep. What are you guys doing with your plunder? Uh, first, I believe we should probably pay the
4: crew. Right. I'm thinking the equivalent, maybe say pay everyone the equivalent of like one platinum.
3: Uh, hey, like we, we have to get it converted to gold first, right?
4: Well, we have money just sitting around, like... What was cash. It? Silver yeah, gold we have It's like
0: 100 silver, 200 gold. Yep. Is that what you said?
4: So, yes. 10 well, gold each would be 20. Well,
0: let's also keep in mind, too, that we do want to make sure that we pay them, you know, well to say, hey, you know, this is part of what it's like to be on the crew, but we don't want to pay them so well that they expect that every single time. Right. Because if we do, then we're going to set ourselves up for a problem. Because then in the future, if we don't have that every time... Then we're setting ourselves a very high bar.
1: Well,
4: looking at it this way, looking at the numbers, if one point of plunder is what we're expected to give the crew, that's a thousand gold. Yeah. And so what we're giving them right now is like 200 gold. So right now, this is kind of just getting their beak wet. Or are we, I mean,
2: roughly, I mean, it's in a chest. So I'm assuming the plunder, these two points of plunder, is reasonably portable, whatever it is. Sure.
1: It's a piece of paper, remember? Yeah, it's a piece <laughs> blah, of blah, paper. Blah, blah 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 with plus
3: two <laughs> plunder written on it. It's twenty tons. <laughs> it is no. now. How, um, much, yeah. how many crew? How many? What's our crew total? What? How much is our crew total?
4: is actually twenty plus uh, with us. So there's fifteen that aren't us. Okay. So why 15 don't we split
0: NPCs, the gold them and then put the silver back for supplies and stuff should we need it? Because right now we've got plunder, but it's not liquid. Yeah, it's. Li-
2: I, I think it's only liquid enough.
4: No, I was just thinking. I, I just think that. I mean, put ten gold in their hand. Go here, you yeah. go. Bam! This is what. This is what you get when you when you crew with John Ollie.
1: Yeah, John agrees. I think we should. We should take the magical items to ourselves and then split the gold up for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the plunder will... because we'll, we know we can get the plunder later for ourselves.
4: Yeah. yeah, we'll divvy out the plunder when we get to a port. Yeah, we don't want to hand them like a bolt of silk or...
1: Yeah.
3: And that's yeah. a <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Just, we can
1: tell the crew that, hey, dinner. this is what you're getting now, but we promise more later. When well, right. we can, but we have to work towards it as a crew. Right. As long as you're part of our crew, you'll be taken care of like family.
2: As long as they're aware that we're not holding out on them because Contra did see... Connor. Connor, excuse me. <laughs> did see what was in the chest. So. You
1: just hear from
4: the top,
0: Connor, mate! <laughs> <laughs>
1: Shit! I could picture Adagoke actually being the one who's like, it's Connor, guys. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well, and they can still be told that, you know, there is plunder, you know, on the ship. But they, you know, anybody who's on a ship has understand it's secured and it's the captains, (laughs) you know, to do with as we need to later. It
4: never occurred to me that what I was trying, what we're trying to say is here's 10 gold. That's all you ever get. (laughs) I'm just saying just right now, let's go out there, give them 10 gold and go, boom, you're
1: already successfully paid pirates. (laughs) You're a professional. You're paid to do what you
3: do. <laughs> but they're going to expect us to track down ships and get more plunder.
0: Well, Right, but right? first of we course. have to go to Ricky Hakes. Yeah. We've, right. we've gotta, we have to re-outfit this boat first. But
3: Captain Ollie, do you want that to happen? Do you want us to go and raid future ships? That's
1: a good
0: question, Thane. What if we raid pirate ships?
3: Well, we could always,
1: you know, that is a dangerous proposition. I, could,
3: I don't know how that works.
2: I strongly suspect that would end up with a pirate fleet. Coming after us.
0: Not if we start with little pirates. I or don't let
3: me. him survive, though. I don't know if chasing other pirate ships will bode well for our future.
1: I don't think so either, but I'm sure there's something we can come up with to make money for these people. I mean, we've got to take care of ourselves. How are we going to do it without a pirate? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I there, There's got to be ways to do it. There's things that can be done that, that can make us money that aren't evil, aren't bad. Well, I, I do remember
3: but Rosie was talking about uh, her story. She mentioned some treasure chest somewhere. I don't remember exactly.
1: The dread pirate picks lost treasures? I think so. We could just go after it. Okay. Uh. <laughs> I have a suggestion. All right. Adagoke, I'm all yours. You seem like you're very knowledgeable in this kind of thing.
4: <laughs> um Adegoke is going to go down to probably the ship the, the cruise quarters, grab his backpack, come back up. Walk in I walk in with my backpack, I open it up, pull out what looks like a, a shofar, like a ram's horn. Put that out, set that down on the table. When I left Sargava, my mother gave me a third of a map and this horn. My mother, Symbola, crewed with a few other pirates, and she always was on the search for the lost treasure of Captain Gemma Redclaw. She and her crew had the key that would unlock the treasure of Redclaw. They couldn't agree on what to do with it, so they split it into three parts. The three parts are referred to as the three reasons to live. There is the key of the ram, which I have. I am now questing for the key of the satyr and the key of the chimera. (laughs) From what I understand, rickety hake can point me in the direction of the next key. Or someone at hakes. If we can get there, I can set us on the path to riches.
1: I like that idea better than going after pirates and killing and raiding. Mm Maybe we could be pirates in the traditional sense of going after a treasure. Treasure hunters. Uh, yeah. I hate to burst your bubble, but the pirates in the traditional sense still raided. <laughs> yeah, they raided treasure chests, right? I think right. We,
2: yes, you'll you go with that. I think we'll have to take out opportunities as we find them as well.
4: I think this will be an opportunity for us to to learn to sail together and to learn how to crew this boat.
1: I agree, go, okay, I like this idea a lot. We need to get it, we need to, to Rickety Hakes. That way we can get the piece that you're looking for. And get this treasure. Keep our crew happy. Well then, Captain, would you like us to plot a course to Rickety Hakes? Absolutely. What have you been doing, Sebastian? Getting hit with lightning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's uh, the what's a,
3: what's a complement crew? What's the full crew for this ship?
1: 20 is the full crew for the man's promise. Is that
3: including officers or is that crew?
1: That's everybody. Okay, so we're fully... So we're good. We're, yes. full. okay. we're right at 20. All right, cool. Don't lose anybody. Wait does that does that include uh, Scourge and Plug? No, because those are prisoners. So unless you're allowing <laughs> okay. them to work the ship, no, I'm not. But I didn't know what you yep. I didn't know what the GM was considering. Twenty, if that was twenty <laughs> total or eighteen plus two prisoners. You need twenty people to sail this ship effectively, and we have twenty two, including Scourge and Plug. That That's right? what I'm getting at. If that's the number, then yes, that is correct. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. I don't know how many people if you have on If that's true, show. then it's true. If, <laughs> how, many, how many crew members do you have? Because I haven't counted. Dave I'm Dave it counting right now. Yeah. I, was well, was say, I think that's what Matt was asking, was how many we had right. versus we, how in, many we need. I though. No. 23. 23, okay. including? Yeah. No. Plug and Scourge?
4: So we have no, 25, including the prisoners. Yeah. Right. We're yeah. I never I never count the prisoners. So. Yeah.
1: Why would you count the prisoners? Okay, so you have twenty three crew members, plus Plug and Scourge that you have locked up. I am assuming down in the build. No, where do you have Plug? They're and definitely scourge? not in the build.
2: Oh, I suspect where they're probably hog tied to the center mast on the lower or the mid deck, where his little pawn's knocked
1: over. Oh, on the main deck? Is that the main deck? Yeah, that's the main deck. So you have Plug and Scourge tied up outside on the main deck. We're best to keep an eye on them. All right, yeah. everybody's helping keep an eye on them. Very cool. <laughs> Right. We'll be taking care of that problem shortly, I hope. So you could lose three people and still sail this ship effectively. If you have less than 20, you take a minus 10 on all sailing <sighs> checks. Ooh, wow. Just so you know what the mechanics are. All
0: right. Can your parrot sail? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll teach it. No. That'll be the first trick I teach. He actually has we, the highest profession sailor here. We always forget about uh, the sixth party member now is Ayakutu. Uh, Ayakuto. Hayakuto.
3: Is that spelled how it sounds? <laughs> <laughs> Let's say yes. Okay, <laughs> Is it spelled in Gaelic? Oh, God. It's got like 30 yes, His
0: exactly name's really right.
1: Icarus. So you guys are discussing things in the captain's cabin. You've decided to pay the crew. So you m- have plotted a
3: down, down okay, like, wait, wait, wait. Downsize to 20. We're paying for 23. We only need 20. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fane's getting brutal over there. He's like, wait, 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 wait. We only need 20 people. Let's throw three in the ocean. The arm will I've get sore him. from
3: all the whipping. I mean, you remind me, let me handle the pay.
4: I'm keeping that rope, that knotted rope that Plug was bashing everybody yeah. with. That's mine.
3: Sure.
1: It's yours. Just making sure you guys are paying the crew. Yes. You set a plot, a course for Rickety Hakes. Ambrose showed you where to go. Sebastian looks at the map and goes, Oh, I got this. No problem. And uh, points you in the right direction. We established at the end of the mutiny that it was raining lightly. The waves were Mm -hmm. choppy, but it wasn't a heavy rain. But it was raining a little bit. Yeah. The rain's picking up as you're sailing towards the slithering coast. As the rain is picking up more and more and more, finally it gets to a really heavy amount. You actually have, by this point, been sailing for two full days. Give me two more spellcraft checks. Oh, yeah. 23. So on day one of the sailing, you find out what you have. You have the Shackles of Compliance. These battered iron manacles magically adjust themselves to fit around the wrists or ankles of any creature from small to huge size automatically lock. A creature wearing shackles of compliance become more susceptible to intimidation. Any creature attempting to intimidate or demoralize a target wearing these shackles gains a plus four bonus on intimidate checks. In addition, the holder of the manacle's key can cast command, save DC of 25, on the wearer of the shackles three times per day. Wow. Hmm.
0: Can you chain people together and have it work on two people? Or does it just have to be put on one person?
1: One person only for the magic to work.
0: Okay. <laughs>
3: I like, re- I like what you're thinking there, though.
0: What was you can put them together and then like have it, you know. Like,
3: like... one one of them's foot, one of them's hand. <laughs>
0: right. Would, but it'd be like, you know, half the the stuff it does you know, yep. each. <laughs> I think that'd be great.
3: That's some old
2: fashioned rules lawyering right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Plus two and one per each. Right. Yeah, I
0: like it. See?
1: <laughs> so you're sailing for two days. The rain's picking up and it slowly abates for the day. And you can see. Off the port bow, a small island. And when I say small island, I mean the classic cartoon desert island. One palm palm tree. tree? One (laughs) palm tree. Nothing but sand and a little tuft of grass right around the palm tree. That is all it is. Where it's getting the water to grow, I have no idea. Does it really matter? It is a desert island off in the distance.
3: So this isn't where we're selling our plunder.
0: No, but it is where we're dropping off some people. That's
1: right. <clears throat> As we uh pull up, like it's a car.
3: Like it's <laughs> yeah, just, like, just throw on like, the parking yep. Just slow it down a little bit and push them
0: out. Kitnick, put on the parking brake. <laughs> <laughs> she just drops the anchor. <laughs> just,
1: <laughs> I'll uh I'll step up to the uh I guess well I probably was at the Steering wheel. Oh, you're the captain. I'm sure you have commanded the two... Sebastian and Adagokate to actually steer this ship because they're actually in right, right. it. But I'm hanging out up there with them. Like I'm trying <laughs> to I'm trying to learn. He's backseat sailing. <laughs> a, l- a, little, a little to the left. Just... Watch out for that wave! <laughs> there are rocks over there. Could you slow down like five miles per hour?
0: Thanks, Bob. <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> Please don't follow that whale so hey, close. Uh, uh,
2: Captain, could you do me a favor? Could you try on these shackles just to see if they fit? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, sure.
1: Uh... <laughs> I'll call out to the crew. Crew, I see an island coming up. I have given Scourge and Plug their opportunities, their choices, and they chose to get off this ship. It's time for their departure. Someone please take them off of the mainsail. goke, if you will do the honors, pull them off of the mainsail, and let's prepare them to drop them onto this island. <laughs> Aye, Captain.
4: And I'll untie them and keep their hands tied, but untie them from the mast.
1: Uh Jonas Jape walks over. He tries he gives you a hand. Okay. Uh keeping since you're having two people you're having to deal with, he takes a plug. You have
3: Scourge. Is that Thank cool? Get, Thank you, Jape. Kit behind him, one dagger in each hand. I was I'm about to say finish. I'm gonna have my dagger out just in case someone decides to be non compliant. Sure, sure. Uh
1: and so the two of you drag him over to the port side of the boat, about to just drop them overboard and plug say, like, wait, 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 wait. If you're going to drop us off on this island, I demand at least a dagger to assist me. I, I, Atagoke, turns to, to
4: John and says, Captain, it is fair. We have the man's crossbow. Do we give him his shot?
1: Are you asking me to give them a dagger, Atagoke, or asking me to give them the crossbow? Whichever, <laughs> but the crossbow is his. I think that they should each have something to protect themselves with. Let's give them a dagger and a crossbow. Pluck says, thank you. Since I will probably be on this island for the rest of my life, I demand an extra change of clothes. I don't see a problem in clothes. I mean, we don't need an extra shirt, pants, boots. He's
0: getting a little needy, though. I was going to say. Like, We're going to be done with that. them
1: soon. Let's just give it to them and get them off the ship. <laughs> thank you. Also, <laughs> push. <laughs> I want some food. <laughs> food probably won't be necessary. There's plenty of fish in the ocean. But I'm not much of a fisherman. That's I'm not more not a clubber good. of heads. not food. Three days. That's not particularly my problem. <clears throat> you chose to be here, or you chose not to be here. We'll put you off the ship. He just glowers. Then I demand the cutter. the cutter. And he points at the boats on the starboard <laughs> side of the ship. J- Captain <sighs> John Ollie, with all of the sarcasm just dripping from his, uh, <sighs> dripping from his lips, the cutter. I wouldn't give you food. Do you think I'm going to give you the ship?
2: I had to go, okay, can we, uh, no offense, Captain, but can we shut cut this conversation short? I am
1: <laughs> growing tired of your lip. <laughs> you, you don't meet any of my demands. I can't, and he just starts getting flustered and he can't really speak. He immediately takes the dagger, does a move on Jaundice Jape, and has him by the throat with a dagger in front of him. <sighs> I'm going to, uh, I'll just tell everyone, stop. Plug. It is Plug, right? Yes, Plug has... Its scourge is <laughs> yeah. under control. Okay. I don't think you have to worry okay, okay. about Scourge.
0: It's plug, plug right? you need to let yeah.
1: Jake go. The, I've given you the majority of what you've asked for. I think we're being fair. He is an old crew member of yours. Why would you ever threaten him? He is no crew member of mine anymore. I demand the cutter. You must meet my demands or his throat will be sliced. He's an old friend of yours. You would never slice his throat. <clears> throat> I would and I will roll
3: initiative everybody
0: where's everybody standing
3: mm. you're right behind him pretty sure
2: I assume I'm actually probably at the ship's wheel since Adegoke was hauling them to uh... yep. all
1: right let's see here we're gonna get some initiatives I was just using five as Jabe.
4: that will there work so this is basically what I was thinking. I don't know where anyone else is. Well, I
0: was right behind him. Yeah. That's so. so I was
4: thinking you were like right here and everyone was here and then it's split
0: up. So okay.
4: I don't know if you, if you want to move somewhere else. I mean, I assume we're right. thinking you were where are
2: you, I assume John is down there as well since he was talking to them.
4: Right. Were you? Adam was John down there or was he up on
1: the I was walking down towards them as I was talking to them so So if you put me yeah as close as possible to them without being in your all's way I guess if that makes sense because I was right when I said my last thing to him I was in my my head I was walking toward them and I was like right in front of them okay so let's set the scene we have Sebastian
4: was
3: I would have been at the wheel yeah. yeah and Fane uh, yeah, anyway, it's fine.
4: <laughs> Thane was over here giving directions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> giving directions, whipping people, doing all that.
3: So let's
1: set the scene. On the main deck, we have Scourge and Plug. Scor- Scourge is being well handled by Atigoke, grapple pinned, completely helpless. Plug has made a decisive move against Jondas Jape, and has, has John Jape with a dagger to his throat ready to cut. We have Kitnick on the main, main deck, Adegoke Fane, and John is standing on the main deck. We have Sebastian is actually up at the ship's wheel. The rest of the crew has kind of formed a semicircle around this uh, confrontation. They were all, Most of them were really excited to see these two tossed off into the ocean. And uh, Connor is up in the rigging, enjoying the sight <laughs> and the story that is unfolding here. But he is a little worried for his new friend, Jaundice. <laughs> Let's get some initiatives. Uh, Adagoke, Adigo- what is yours? <laughs> Nine. Okay. <laughs> Sebastian, yeah. 17. Fane, three. John, 17. Kitnick? Eight. <laughs> oh, wow.
4: <laughs> I'm faster than Kit.
1: So just to let you all know, <laughs> <laughs> plug, roll the 20. Nice. On his initiative check. Chad, what's your decks? I'm assuming we'd use decks to... I'm sure yours yes. is higher. Mine's a 14. Uh, mine's a 16. So we're going to go in order here. Plug gets to go first. And he makes an attack against Jaundice Jape. And that slices him sense. from ear to ear. And since Jaundice Jape is helpless, counting it as a coup de grace. 2d4.
3: I believe that will provoke. From whom? Whoever's near him. I'm standing right running. there.
1: <laughs> Do you have your sword out? I've but got no, both my cutlasses out. Well,
4: no no one can get to him.
0: <laughs> I'm near him. Well,
4: um. yeah, Kit might be within five feet of him, because none of us are... And Kit Kit would be within five feet, and already said she had her dagger out. I'm probably too far away from him to take an attack. Dagger
1: did... Ha- yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Kitnick did say that. So you are stabbing past Jaundice Jape into Plug, because he had his back to the side of the ship. So roll your attack. But if he's got him grappled and pinned
4: and all that, then so. Plug also has the grappled condition.
1: Correct. Can you get an attack of opportunity against you if you're grappled? I thought that you couldn't.
3: Do what? Mostly
1: it, that he's taking a full round action yeah, to you. coup de grace. Oh, ah, okay, okay. So
3: it I will was thinking open
1: that him if, up. I was thinking that if you were in the grappled condition, you could not have attacks of opportunity taken against you for some reason. Gotcha.
4: No, that's, that's definitely not true. Okay. All right. <clears throat>
1: So, Kidnick, make your attack roll.
0: Would it be considered a sneak attack since he's involved with something else?
1: Yes. But, <laughs> got to hit first.
0: I know.
4: Which, uh, if he is grappled, he has a negative four to his dexterity. And he's, of course, not wearing armor because we stripped him
2: of everything he was right. wearing. It does it law. all for me, right? So, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. So, let's see. I rolled a 15 plus... What else would help me with this?
4: That would be 15 plus your base attack bonus Mm -hmm. and your dexterity.
0: Two, five, so 20. (laughs) That will
4: hit quite well, in fact.
2: So roll your damage. Two plus your strength, plus your sneak attack damage. 16.
0: 16.
2: Oh, man,
1: and I figure he hadn't gotten any real good healing since not uh, he too got... much. Sindara's helped a little bit, but very, very, very <laughs> minimally. Uh, you take him down to one hit point. Nice. Kit uh.
0: is sick of his stuff. <laughs> like you said, he
1: didn't need those kidneys anyway. No. Uh, a nice G-rated save there. Unfortunately, though, it is not enough to take him out completely. But he's really close to death. So we're getting the attack off, right? Has anybody else got anything? I don't think anybody interrupted. interrupt okay, no, I have just, just, just lunged just, into his I just want to make sure <laughs> I have given you opportunity. Oof. That's a uh, 7 plus 6. That's a solid 13 points of damage to Jaundice Jape. And he is dead. Out out cold. I'm getting okay. the look
3: from Fane oh. over there. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to
1: say, oh, yeah. uh, he had two
3: hit points? <laughs> yeah. well, it's, that's a will save, right? I mean, the will s- or fort save whenever you do a coup de grace. It is.
1: Thank you
4: for
3: coop, reminding me coop, of that.
4: Coopy. I should have read some rules earlier. And Jape is a half-orc, so he has ferocity.
1: That's right. So,
3: and yeah. we don't want him to die.
1: That's right. <laughs> but I do, guys. Yeah. Come on, in. Work with me. <laughs> There's only one dying
4: happen in this combat.
1: Yeah. Oh, no. Don't
4: kill him in combat.
1: All right. So Jonas Jape is out cold. Well, he's got orc ferocity. You are correct. Technically correct. So he's pissed. <laughs> Um, he turns around and uh, actually, I need to roll his initiative for him. Stabs him with his tusks. Orc might. Orc might. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he actually rolled high enough to act before everybody else. Um, he turns around and pushes plug off the edge of the boat into the water, and then falls out cold because <laughs> nice. he took his action. All right. Uh, <laughs> next up is John. Uh, so plug is out of the boat, or is he, he like is, hanging there? He's. Uh, you know what. Let me give him a reflex save. Let's see if we can make this dramatic, y'all. Oh yeah, that'll do it. Yes. So he's hanging by one finger off the edge of the boat,
0: bleeding into the water, so we, he's attracting yes. sharks.
3: Are we not really at the exact point where the uh, the side ships are, or no? no? No, we're in the middle of the boat. So now um, he's
0: got blood oozing into the water. So hopefully we have mm-hmm. some sharks coming in.
1: So as a free action, yeah. I'll look at plug and I'll look at scourge. I gave you guys the options, and you asked for more. I gave you more, and you wanted more. You keep taking, and you have done nothing but continue to screw with us. This is your all's end. Guys, we need to give them the Wormwood grin. Kill him. And I'll walk up and hit his fingers, hoping that he falls to his death.
0: Wait, or unless wait, wait, unless wait, wait,
1: I wait. can do a coup de grace on him.
0: Scorch didn't have anything to do with this, though.
1: I'm done with him. Kill okay. him. Are you defending Scourge? Yeah. <laughs> We're right here at the island. It's, it's the whole thing, like with Reddit earlier, it's all association. Scourge okay. and Plug have been doing this over and over again. John's orders is to kill them. I don't care how you do it. And so if I can coup de grace, Plug, I will. It was a five-foot step. It was a free action to talk. Yeah. It was a full round action to coup de grace. So you, you, may. Could, you could
4: standard action... He could standard action like cut his hands though. Right? But I wanna sure. cut him
1: I wanna cut him from ear to ear, just like Tam. Oh. So... He's hanging off the side of the boat, that might be a little difficult. <laughs> well if he's hanging from the side of the boat, he's already hanging on. I can grab the collar and just cut him with my cutlass. Do it. So uh, just... roll your attack. Do I have to with a coup de grace? Or coup de grace? <laughs> He's not Is it technically helpless? He is hanging off the edge of the boat. I mean He's I'll lost. roll it. Yeah. Yes. No, just roll damage. Yes.
0: Okay. Yeah
1: <laughs> to the dark side. <laughs> yeah, it's it That's a crit, crit isn't it? Yes, yeah, so you roll damage twice. That's what I thought. And double your strength bonus.
0: Kit is getting a little <clears throat> uncomfortable <laughs> because yeah. of this. Total of Ooh, 20, twenty points <laughs> of damage.
1: Twenty points of damage. Wow. That's instant death. And then I'll just drop him. And I'll look behind the crew. Everyone, I'm assuming, is on board. I gave them their options. They chose to make this decision, and they'll pay with it, just like all of you will if you continue to make bad decisions. Kit's so
0: going to turn, turn and walk away.
1: So you picked up Plug by the ponytail, sliced him across the neck, and, and just dropped, dropped him. Them. Yep. And Kitnik responds by walking away. Where do you go, Kitnik? Actually, we'll let you move on your initiative order, Uh, John. That was your initiative, Sebastian. It is your turn. (sighs) (sighs) Hmm.
2: Is the ship actually moving, or have we pretty much come to a stop?
1: I believe you have. You you may be drifting forward a little bit,
4: but you pulled up
0: alongside that island. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you're a few miles
4: out from the island, but
1: yes. Kit hadn't yet put it in park.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah we uh,
2: yeah,
1: just slow down and push him out. Uh, it's too deep here to anchor, so you're probably drifting with a current. That's why I figured something like that. Um,
2: John, don't do this. You've executed plug. Scourge did not go against your orders. Do not become Barnabas. Because that is what you are becoming very rapidly.
1: Like one day on the ship. <laughs> well, That's <pretty> right, yeah. <laughs> 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 two, It's two days. I remember you sailed oh, two yeah. days. days. I gave it two days. Yeah. Two days! And now he's Barnabas all over. All that power is going to your head. Right. <laughs> it is now Scourge's turn. Give him his gamble. He's not struggling. He just kind of looks scared. His eyes are huge. His best friend that, you know, as far as he ever has friends, has just been sliced. At a go, okay I'm going to hold and look at John and say, I agree with Sebastian, but it is your ship. Fang?
3: He points at Scourge. You move, you die.
1: What do you point at him with?
3: Finger. finger? <laughs> <Just pull laughs> <my> finger <around. laughs> if he does finger guns. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he kind of does. <laughs> Kitnik, you said earlier you were walking away from this mess.
0: Mm, I'm, just, I'm going to walk over to the stairs that lead up to the uh, the wheel, and I'm going to sit down on the stairs.
1: Okay. We are back around to Plug's turn. He (laughs) did. He bobs in the water gently. (laughs) John. Wow. Oh man. Do we? Oh no.
2: I think that was the darkest rendition of that song I've ever heard.
1: (laughs) John Ollie. It is your dramatic moment, your decision, your character here is beginning to turn on a dime. You were against killing, against ravaging, and you just sliced the throat of another helpless man. What are you going to do? Uh, I'll look at Scourge after having listened to the crew, and I'll just kind of close my eyes and, and say... They've decided for you. I won't kill you, but just bear in mind what's happened to your friend. I've given you all the chances you're ever going to get from me, and I'll walk off. I'll leave it to you all. You do what you want with them. Adegoke, it's not your initiative order, but you were holding. What is your action? Okay. Um, so how tall up is the ship? What were we planning?
4: Were we going to pitch them over the side? Were we going to give them a rope ladder? What were we going to do?
1: I don't know what were you guys gonna do. How how far up is it? Because if it's like
4: fifty feet up, then I'm not gonna throw anybody off because I'll just kill them.
1: Let's see. The stern is about twenty feet above the main deck. The main deck is actually okay, the main, the middle. Let's call it thirty five feet. Okay. So we were
4: we had a rope ladder that we were going to that I assume is right there with us okay. that we were gonna send them out with.
1: Right. We can uh, we can retcon that sure. So you toss the rope side, rope ladder over. Plug was about to climb down, but instead he did his thing. Right, I'll let go of scourge and tell him climb and he does. He dashes towards the rope ladder and begins scurrying down. He's going so fast, his foot gets caught, and he flips upside down, hitting his head on the side of the boat. Most inept pirate ever. <laughs> <laughs> he then scrambles back up. He's like, I got I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. He, then, after he gets about halfway down, he's 10, 15 feet above the water, and he jumps into the water, and he's just like doggy paddling towards the island because this dude can't swim. Because he's the worst pirate ever. <laughs> and he's doggy paddling towards the island, and he is just, you see him bobbing with the waves towards the island. You see his head go under once, but he gets back up and he's doggy paddling. A little bit of a driftwood floats in front of him. He grabs it and he just starts kicking towards the island. In
3: chummed waters.
1: A couple I was of driftwoods. You start mean, hearing yeah. Like the jaws. It, take, it <laughs> takes a little while. So right. Scourge is going towards the island. Okay, we'll turn to Sundara and Sundara, can you help Jape? She reaches over. She just reaches back, listens to Besmara, and she heals him <laughs> for a D8, which is plenty. So Jape is back now with a large scar across his mm. throat. So you see Scourge bobbing in the waves towards this island. He finally gets towards it. You, by this point, have put your sails down. You are heading towards rickety hakes on the slithering coast. You are drifting through the rain. As As Scourge gets to the island, he lets go of the piece of wormwood. He walks up onto the island, shakes himself off, makes his way towards the one single palm tree (laughs) on this desert island, and the rain picks up. So thick, you can barely see the front of your ship.
3: And we'll see you next week. <laughs> ah. Maybe the palm tree is a mimic. <laughs> 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 like awesome. Wes is going to waste a
2: perfectly good, good uh, recurring villain. Come on. <laughs> Very nicely done, everybody. What? Uh, yeah, it's okay if <laughs> I do evil things or Attagokay does evil things. We're trying to.